All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Get on the grid. Sports Grid, I am Moretzi. We're throwing it down here at Studio 34 on this uh, Friday. A very, very busy night uh, tonight. And no, no, that's right. It's not a... uh, (laughs) Actually, you know what? The show must go on. And uh, as of uh, right now, um, the uh, the UFC is uh, still going on uh, right now. The last last man standing, Dana White and the UFC. Now, listen, they are in Brazil. I, you know, and a lot of stuff that we've capped this week, like on Wednesday night, I knew I was wasting my time and I didn't do it. I actually was that convinced. I was like, I don't know, what am I capping this Big Ten tournament for? They're not going to play. Boom, I was right. Um, last night, I started to get more into the NASCAR. I was like, all right, you know what? I, let me let me uh, start breaking down this NASCAR race. I've been betting the NASCAR pretty much. I missed one race uh, this year, but I've been betting it already. Um, but I knew deep down inside, nah. And uh, Cam, with the players and uh, and everything, I, I was exchanging tweets with Feinberg, and he was boasting, PGA, baby, PGA goes on. And I was like, nah, nah, it won't go on. But the UFC will. You know why? Because it's Dana White, Cam. Right? Like, yep. the UFC, they're not a league. They've got no one to answer to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're a company True. in which people bash their skulls in. They're not worried about bad PR. Oh, the UFC can't believe they did this. The UFC will do it as long as they can. And it's in Brazil. And Brazilians don't want to tap out. They got a bunch of Brazilians on the card. So I think the UFC is a go, actually. So I'm fired up for that. And fortunately, unlike uh, about, let's say, like the rest of the world, that are all going to be betting the UFC without knowing Jack tomorrow, we're ready to go. I already like the, I like the fights, actually, Cam, this weekend. No, you're right, and it's funny because the two guys who know Trump the best are the PGA commissioner and Dana White. What did the PGA guy do? He wanted to play golf. Yeah. Trust and me. NASCAR and Vince McMahon, yeah. Cam, all four yeah. of them. Think about exactly. it. Exactly. So the golf guy basically said, let's play golf, and the Europeans said, screw you. We're not playing golf, and that's the reason they came down, but you're right. No one's going to step in front of Dana White, buddy. I don't want to know what the handle is on this UFC because other than horse racing, it's the only game in town. But great horse racing this afternoon. I kept myself amused. Gotta love the ponies. And I wonder about horse racing, Cam, how long that's going to be able to uh, to go. Uh, uh, but listen, there's a, it's always happy hours somewhere. There's a horse race or a soccer game. Sports Grid News Update. Hey guys, Cam, with your sports news and betting update. You want the edge, get on the grid. Multiple MLB teams have now started to let their players go home from spring training while play is halted due to COVID-19. It appears their April 9th start date for the regular season now in big-time jeopardy. Golf's first major, the Masters, postponed. The announcement comes less than 24 hours after the PGA canceled the players and the following three weeks of action. The next scheduled PGA event, the RBC Heritage, April 16th. NASCAR was going to race with no fans, but now the next two races postponed. The Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 at Atlanta Motor Speedway on March 15th and the Dixie Vodka 400, that sounds like a good one, at Homestead on March 22nd. No more. The next race after the postponements, the O'Reilly Auto Parts 500 at Texas Motor Speedway March 29th. While a handful of NFL teams are temporarily closing their facilities and suspending travel, some clubs are still cautiously conducting business with the draft six weeks away. While other leagues are shut down, USC President Dana White says the show must go on. 
and added the sports world is quote-unquote panicking because of the coronavirus. UFC Brasilia a go this weekend. The Miami Dolphins hosted Ohio State running back J.K. Dobbins today in a pre-visit. Dobbins projects as a late first round and second round pick, but after this meeting, the NFL came down hard, now prohibiting in-person visits with draft prospects. The Ravens have designated linebacker Matthew Judon as their franchise player. The Chargers and Denver Broncos use their franchise tag to lock down players today too. Uh, The Chargers with tight end Hunter Henry, the Broncos with Justin Simmons, the safety. Uh, Minnesota Vikings releasing three-time Pro Bowl corner Xavier Rhodes. The NCAA has agreed to grant relief to student-athletes who participated in spring sports. That gives them an extra year of eligibility. UEFA has postponed all Champions League and Europa matches. Premier League suspended until April 4th. And the F1 season expected to begin in May after the Bahrain Grand Prix. Keep it locked on the grid. I'm Cam Stewart. Now back host to Gabe Retzi on GTD Red Heat and Rage. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. We're throwing it down on this uh, Friday night. We can't be stopped. There's actually a lot of stuff fun to get to. There's always something. And if you can't find something, you're not looking hard enough. But... I want to talk about this a little bit because I was getting tweets last night from people and it's almost like it was like, uh, remember the episode of this? You can go back to the Simpsons for everything. Remember the episode of the Simpsons prohibition? Oh yeah. uh, yeah, Rex Banner (laughs) comes. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) No, you won't. I'll get you. Yes, you will. No, I won't. Yeah. (laughs) No, you won't. (laughs) (laughs) Clever the end when Banner says, you can't just kill everyone you don't like. Otherwise, I'd kill you all. Like when he tells that. Great episode. Yeah, They're mixing booze at the yeah, back. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, you remember, like, when people get, they got desperate, Cam? So, like, they're at Moe's, and that, that, was, that might be the best episode, actually. Like, there's so many. That might be the best one. When, like, Moe's running the pet store. <laughs> sitting in the, the night. The music's going. He's like, what kind of uh, pet store has rambunctious dancing and loud music at 4 a.m.? Moe's like, uh... The best damn pet store in the city. <laughs> that was the best. Was good. But you remember, they're all desperate, and, and they got the scam coming through the tubes and everything. And he's like, with the bowling ball, he's like, "All right, who wants a mint julep?" And like the, the Colonel Colonel Sanders, the end. He's like, "I'll take it." <laughs> like, that's what people are like for betting right now. Last night, people yep. for betting last night. I'm getting tweets from people. Marenzi, what do you think of this beach volleyball game? It's like, guys, like, I get it. You're going through a withdrawal and stuff, but what are you doing when you're doing that? Like, you know what I mean? When you're doing that, you're, you're like, go, go play a scratch yep. ticket at the corner store, guys. Like, I agree. At this point. Go, like, go get some Nevada tickets. I have no problem with saying, all right, you know what? I'm going to take a week or two. I'm going to watch the Australian Football League. I'm going to watch rugby this weekend and get a feel for it and then, you know, start, like, taking baby steps. Guys, what are you guys like? Me and Cam are the biggest degenerates out there, but even me, I'm like, oh, slow down, guys. You know, we're not junkies here. You got to fix. You got to fix. Oh, I want to bet on anything. I want to bet on anything. Hey, we bet on some ponies last night. Lindsay, legendary, three and zero last he night. Right. He nailed Thanks the last one on the way out. I got to tell you something. With Lindsay, I realized Cam, the more mm-hmm. he drinks, the better he is. You know what? There's some people like that, and I, I met a guy at. Uh, it's funny at uh, when I worked at Shoeless. Because Lindsay there was a guy like normally that too. not hammered, he was. He was lit last yeah. night, and he was yeah, nailing he was them, fine. bro. Nailing them. Yeah. <laughs> like, you and I were lit the night at the track, and we killed it. 
You're right. And horse racing is one of those it's things. It's not man. like sports betting. Drunk. It's weird. You get no, in a horse zone, huh? <laughs> yes, exactly. It's kind of like what I used to tell my buddy told me too. He goes, holy Cam, what happened to your ping pong game? When I was stoned and played ping pong, I was like, <laughs> I saw where the ball was coming before it even got there. I'd smoke everybody. Just anticipation. I looked at his eye last night. You're right. He was a little bit groggy. And But man, with horse racing, you don't freak out. You just, he was cool, calm, hitting exactors, tries. And I'll tell you, Gabe, all the time we joke about Northfield, we'll be happy that there's 16 races at Northfield going into midnight now. So no, that guy, Lindsay, top marks. He did a great job last night. And I'm not going to lie to you. I, I am a degenerate, but I'm not going to bet some like Dutch uh, handball game that I don't know about. Exactly. Or anything. We're gonna, it's just, I, I, you know what? Here's the thing. We're going to be making less money. We're doing less shows. I got to be, actually, we have to be capping better than what we did before because our income is going to change. I, I got to hit more horse races. We got to be, we actually have to be cooler and smarter about the things we do rather than just reach. I'm not just going to drop a hundred bucks on some game I don't know about. That's stupid. No, you know what? I bet on international soccer. I bet on some Uruguayan soccer last night and we, we hit it, but I know soccer a bit and you know, I, I knew how to approach it, but you're right. I'm not like just like, oh, look, there's ping pong on now in Vietnam. Let's bet it. Like, come on, yes. guys. You know what I mean? And listen, I've been there. That's why, I'm, hey, guys, I used to do that when there was all the other sports going. Like, I'd be up Correct. at 4 a.m. betting netball, women's or uh, handball. Handball is the biggest screw job sport out there. I swear <laughs> to God. I swear to God. I'm warning you guys right now. If you see handball, run far away. Do not bet handball. Handball lines are the sharpest lines in the world. I swear to God, I don't know how, why, what. Bro, if a handball total is 62 and a half, it's landing at 62 or 63. If China's laying five and a half, they're winning by five or six. And I would always be on the wrong half, Cam. No, I swear to God, handball is death. It's fun to watch, yeah, though. Um, yeah, so I'd be betting on handball and... You said I'd have a good night in the NBA and I'd lose 100 bucks betting on a handball match. And I'm not even watching yeah. a game sometimes. I'm watching, like, the handball sticks. Like, it was the best call ever in the old days when Dog called in. I said, how you doing, oh, yeah. Dog? He goes, I'm just uh, watch, sitting here, Gabe. I'm watching uh, stick figures play Japanese baseball. I said, what do you mean, stick? He goes, I have money on, uh, I have money on the, uh, the Giants here. And uh, he goes, I'm watching in stick figures, the box score. She's watching like they had like some weird like box right. score. He's watching it for hours. <laughs> He's drinking, watching Jeopardy. You want you, that's when you know you got a problem when you're drinking whiskey at five a.m. You're not even watching a game. You're watching the box score. I've yeah, done it. Good call. I've actually oh, I've been there on the Filipino official basketball website hitting refresh for scores at four a.m. I've been there, guys. I can tell you every site where you can watch these games. I, I, I'm like recovering, I got, and I'm not just jumping in now because of the sake of it. You're going to get in trouble, and don't think because it's the Philippines, you're not going to get screwed over like it's Philadelphia. It's all the same crap. Oh, Filipino sure. League, oh, I can't believe it. I lost by half a point. Believe it. <laughs> like It's all the same, right? But I can be, I'm going to be stronger than a lot of people through this, and you know it because I can tell you like which league is what. Like a South Korean league, Filipino league. I know the tendencies over, under, fixed, rigged, not rigged, um, etc. Like I, I know I can dance around this, but we've got UFC. We're going to get into the UFC picks. 
And NFL free agency starts next week, and there's props, guys. Correct. So we're putting that. You go. You want football? We'll talk NFL football. We'll get NFL props for next week and the draft. Interesting ones. Get on the grid. Babano next. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Get on the grid, Sports Grid, we're in Studio 34. The bar is actually, uh, it's actually not empty. Um, it's been pretty quiet over the last uh, couple of weeks uh, around here, but uh, it's actually actually uh, rocking uh, right now. Well, not rocking, isn't there? You know, it's, it's, uh, it's candlelit and stuff. You know what I mean? It's not, uh, it's a lot of people, but I mean, it's not like... Uh, it's not like a Van Halen concert. <laughs> They're not playing Van Halen right now. They're not playing Hot for Teacher. Um, all right, we got the Ranger Reddit camp store, but Bandle's AWOL. He's always like, I don't know what this dude's problem. Like, well, he's uh, not dude's. here? Yeah, no, he's, he's probably at another soup fest. You know, he went to a soup fest. He didn't even tell us. Like, who does that? Like, he doesn't yeah, even bring it like, up. What are you hiding? He really is yeah, a weird like, dude. It's only soup, right? Like, yeah, it's I know. only soup. Like, if you go to a hooker like- or something, you're not going to go, hey, guys, uh, what'd you do last night? Wow, I went to a uh, brothel last night. Like, yeah. like, we're not asking you for your personal business. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no. guy hides he went so, to, like. So he's just saying, oh, there's no sports that want to come on. Why not just Friday's your segment? Just come on and talk. Tell us what you tell us what you got. Uh, by the way, yeah, no, it's it's good back to go, buddy. So, yeah, anyway, it's all, it's all good, brother. I don't know where this guy is. I don't know what he's doing, where he's going. But, uh, yeah, he's a man of uh, many, many secrets, Gabe. It's uh, very interesting, Babano. I don't know uh, what his game is. But, you know, we tell everybody everything. But uh, he's got a lot of secrets. All right. So we talked to, we've talked. we been talking about the quarterback uh, situation. What team is uh, the quarterbacks going to end up uh, next on? And, yeah, you know, I find it very interesting, actually. And, like I said, you don't have to wait too long for this. This stuff's going to all start to happen next week. Like, so basically, you know, you place this bet, you're going to get paid pretty quickly uh, for it. That's what I like about it. You see, we're here to help you. You can talk about beach volleyball all we want. We're giving you substantive stuff here. So if you've got an opinion on where Tom Brady's going to play, you can bet it. You got an opinion on where Phillip Rivers is going to play next year, you can bet it. Uh, Andy Dalton, you can bet it. Winston, you can bet it. Tannehill, you can bet it. Bridgewater, uh, you can bet it. Nick Foles. I don't know why they have Nick Foles on the list, but they actually do because um, the Philly love. There's all. There's always Eagles and Giant props. Um, I know yeah. he's on the Jags now, but it's just that sort of connection there. Um, so you can bet on all that. Now, they also have draft props up. Now, a lot of books, you look at the draft props, and what are you going to do, guys? Like, Joe Burrow's minus 2,200 to be drafted exactly. first. Now, Pass. my opinion on this, Cam... Whenever it's like a massive, massive like this, I look at like the next guy and just a little sprinkle. I don't know, man. Maybe Joe Burrow gets drunk and gets arrested for drunk driving and runs someone over. Like, you know what I mean? He's not, you, 
I'm just stating. It's 22 to 1. Because the, the only way he's not, like, what what's going to stop him from not being the first pick? He's already Nothing. gone through the combine. They've already found his stupid tweets of past years. Like, there's no more real skeletons. You know what I mean? There's nothing that, oh, he did this or that. Like, they, like I said, it's funny. They, they, people asked, what's his weakness? And when you watch him play last year, he didn't have one. Like, that's what made him so good. To me, his decision-making is what impresses me the most. Like, can you remember, like, he knew, like, I'll take off now. No, I'm going to dance around in the pocket. Like, the kid, like, he made decisions better than a lot of NFL quarterbacks do. Now, he's the son of a coach, right? So, and that's what people I'm reading, like, the scouts are saying. They're like, you know what? The guy's like a coach on the field. And what they like about him is he yells at people in practice and stuff. Like, he's, he's a quarterback, right? And they're like, there's no weakness. They said his arm strength isn't great, but it's not a concern, right? They're like, he makes the throws. It's fine. Like, yeah, does he throw fastballs? No, but it's fine. The only knock on him really is, Cam, he was only really good for one year. Like, where did this come from, right? Exactly. Like, is this, you know, is... It's we've so seen true. this before, Cam, right? I mean, you remember at Ohio State, he wasn't that great. And then he he battles with guys. He loses the job to Justin Fields. He leaves. He was he was okay last year, but you know what I mean? Is it just a one-off? Is he the greatest quarterback ever? He had maybe the greatest season ever. Is he the greatest quarterback ever, though, Cam? No, the, the thing is, you're right. And look at the players that he had in LSU. If you look at LSU's receivers... They're all 6'2", 6'3", absolute studs there, too. So they helped the cause. But you're right. His decision-making was for fantastic. Any type of defense, he read it. But if you're not going to play Burrow, yeah, exactly. He's 20, minus 2,800. So when I'm looking at the tote board, if you're not going to go to Burrow, I wouldn't go to Chase Young with a second pick. The Cincinnati Bengals are not going to be thinking about defense. It's either a quarterback, right? So Tua is 16-1. to 1. If you're not going to go with Burrow, that's a nice price for two. I think he's probably going to go to the Miami Dolphins, but maybe they have a change of pace and go, you know what? This kid's just special. He's got a deep heart. We know about the injuries, but I can't see anything really getting in front of Burrow, Gabe. And, and Justin Herbert's 22 to one, but that's the thing with Burrow. You and can't you even can put bet. him in parlays. Then you, you can get into, with that you can get into who, who's going to be the second pick. Yeah. Chase Young's minus 230. So there's no value there. An interesting prop they have up, though, is where will Tua be drafted? Who will um, team to draft? I'd say that's interesting with the wording there too. Not where he ends up because we see teams draft people and then they get mm-hmm. they flip get flipped sometimes. But team to draft to a Miami Dolphins minus one fifteen, Chargers plus one seventy, Redskins plus two thirty, Lions fifteen to one, Bengals twenty one to one, Colts forty to one, Jags forty eight to one. Raiders 48 to 1. Where do you think what do you think happens to Tua? I think he goes to the Dolphins. The thing about it is, and they had a big story saying he, he felt very unimpressed with the Dolphins. But there was a story afterwards. That, that says, was all this fake. Is what my, yeah, of course it was. And this, and, and then they had, they had everybody else said, Have you not talked to the Miami Dolphins? This is what they do to every player. They don't make you feel at home. Everybody gets treated the same. It's a cold atmosphere. When you go and meet them, that's just the way they conduct business. So, Tua, it wasn't anything special with you, bro. This is what they do to everybody. So, I got to believe the Dolphins sit back. Tua, he's their guy. Uh, that's the bet. You know, I, I I, would like to take a flyer game and look for value. and No value in a losing bet. He's going to the Miami Dolphins. 
So and, you know, everybody, exactly, he is going to the Dolphins, and the Dolphins aren't as stupid as all these other teams that tip their cap to and their hand to everybody where they let you know, right? And they're, they're, that's just smart business what they're doing, the Dolphins. I'll give them credit. We love Tua, so you know what? Tell all the beat writers the interview went horrible. We, we didn't like yeah. the interview didn't go well. We don't like them. Interview didn't go well. When in reality, they're like doing like bing, bing. Oh, we love this kid, right? Let's throw it out there. Exactly. We didn't like him. Because now, otherwise, other teams, guys, then they squeeze the Dolphins, right? They're like, hey, yeah. you guys are going fifth, huh? Well, you know, we're hearing the guys going fourth like Tua, and there's like trades going on, and you know what it you is? Know, and then you, you get shaken it? down. You get, and then you call their bluff. You go, we don't even like them. Go ahead. Look at the guy in the Bears, Cam Pace. He got played for yep. Trubisky. He traded oh, yeah. up for a guy that nobody <laughs> was taking. And the biggest and key to being a GM, Cam, at draft time, is knowing what the other GMs are doing. You've got to exactly. be like a better like us and think, you got to see through the bluff and go, he ain't taking this guy. We know what he likes. He's not taking Dude, no one in the right mind thought that John Lynch was taking Trubisky, second overall. And no. secondly, nobody thought anyone was trading up to get Trubisky. Right? Like, he did it, yeah. he went up, and he paid the price. But what are you going to say? No, I was just going to say, it's funny. Like, you look at Joe Burrow, he's like that perfect guy, you know? Like, he's almost like you go you go to meet the girlfriend. It's like, wow, he's tall, he's good-looking, you know? He's nice to the parents, he brought flowers. But you know what? To me, it's just, I think he's going to be good, but there's just something about Tua, Gabe. Even with the injuries, he just looks to me like a grinder. Like a better Tim Tebow, a guy late in the game when he's like beat up, he'll come out big touchdown. There's just something about his makeup and attitude that I believe will make him one of those guys like just special. Do you, do you kind of get yeah, my yeah, vibe? No, I'm, not, I do. I'm not taking I'm not taking anything away from Joe Burrow. He's that guy. He's like when John Elway got drafted, checks all the box, perfect, perfect, perfect arm strength, everything, right? But there's to me, it's an intangible. I look at Tua. Tua. I, I think, think he's tough. I think he's, like, as good as, like, Deshaun Watson. Like, he's in that, he'll, like, sort of, right away, sort of that tier, the top of the tier two, you know what I mean? He's sort yep. of right there. I put him in, listen, Nick Saban, Nick Saban compared him to two players. And there were interesting players he compared him to. He said that Tua is a combination of Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. Nice comparison. Yeah, I know. Basically, that's what he said. You know, he said, he gives all people think he's a running quarterback. He goes, he's actually Drew Brees. And he said, like, basically, he said, if you look at his body, he's got the same body as Drew Brees. He's more agile. He's younger, et cetera. But he throws the same ball type of thing, like the, spy, the same type of pass. And the Aaron Rodgers was the accuracy. And yeah. that's the thing that you really, people, uh, you, you can fix bad accuracy, but you can't teach the natural instinctive stuff. And remember what Wayne Gretzky said, the key to success in hockey is to go where the puck is going to be, not where it is. Exactly. Right? Anticipate. Now, you Anticipate. see a lot of quarterbacks. E.J. Manuel with the Bills in the old days, guys. This guy had a cannon. But E.J. in college, like, everyone was wide open. So you look around, and it's like, oh, look, Cam's open. Zing, you throw a fastball, and it gets there. That doesn't work in the NFL. The NFL, like, you know, like Aaron Rodgers, guys, that beautiful out that he does with guys, that Aaron Rodgers drops back one step, throws it, but he hasn't even cut yet. 
right? He cuts, bam, turns around, the ball's in his face, right? It's that accuracy. You know when you see, like, you know, like a bomb, guys, and the receiver just has to slow down a little bit or it's on the wrong side of his shoulder. He's got to turn around, and then it's he's tackled in the 17, and then you only get three points instead of seven points because you didn't get, get in the end zone. Tua, bro, throws it on a dime ahead of places. Like, he had Judy and Ruggs, these stug wide receivers, Cam. I agree. They never missed a stride. Burrow did. Remember Jefferson would have to make a crazy catch yeah. and stuff? Tua is like, like, the receiver just keeps going. Like, you can't, like, he's incredibly accurate, this kid. I love Tua. I, I, I think he could be better than Burrow, Dave, but I guess he's going to take both. Get on a grid. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Get out of grid. Sports grid. I am Renzi. Uh, I see right now it's Scott Van Pelt in the middle of a... a, a, Scott, a Scott Van Pelt, I'm sure you like him, Cam. He's a golf guy. He started a golf channel, right? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, he seems like a pretty good guy. I, I was actually going to uh, look at the episode of Faraday. I think like David Faraday, he interviews golfers. I'm kind of like, why is he interviewing Scott Van Pelt? But uh, yeah, you know, I I like Van Pelt. He seems like a pretty good guy, actually. Yeah, very good with golf knowledge, for sure. Um, so Scott Van Pelt rolled out. So many college and high school athletes saw their seasons, maybe their playing careers, and just end. No send-off, no nothing. Uh, we want to fix that, share their stories and photos and videos here. We sure will certainly have some room for it on the show. Let's celebrate them. Uh, a nice, actually, gesture by Scott Van Pelt, actually. It's true. That's cool. Uh, but Mitch Evans, who's a uh, media guy in the Virginia area, um, did a tweet like with a violin. Said, seriously, people are dying. Would she feel bad for college kids? And you know what? You don't need to have that take. Though. No, like, that's the thing. I Get, get off your high horse, Mitch Evans. Like, yeah, I, hey, I hey, tweeted hey, earlier, Cam. I yep, did. Yep. I did. I'll admit. And I'm tired of hearing people like say, I don't know what to do. It's like, you know, life is precious, and life isn't just staring at the Lakers on TV, guys, right? So, and I'm seeing a lot of people like, oh, I don't know what to do, and I'm going to watch Netflix now. And on CNN, they actually had a psychiatrist on how to deal with the anxiety of this panic and fear right now. And I tweeted, I said, you know, 9.1 million kids died of poverty and hunger last year in the world. Yep. Kids fight for their life every day. You having to watch Netflix tonight, it's not exactly like traumatic. But we live in such a soft like society that anything happens to us. Like, oh well, hey, the kids in Africa are dying. Well, that's you know, that's because of you know, that's normal. The, the, right? The so people normalize yeah. other people's deaths. It's, yet exactly. at the same point in time, you don't have to go after Van Pelt. He's right. A lot of kids got screwed. I brought it up, Ken. You know the Jordan Ford yep. kid on St. Mary's, the kid that looks like Curry? Um, yep. 
He's five points short, bro, of being the all-time leading scorer in West Coast Conference history. They were going to the tournament. He was going to get the five points. Now he's not the leading scorer in West Coast Conference history. Like, it's there's a lot of stories like that. When you want that accolade, I would. It's something to tell your kids. Hey, guys, you know, I'm the leading uh, scorer. Like, with Gonzaga and all the players that have played there, I'm the leading scorer in, in the WCC. Here's another thing, right? That's the thing. Everyone can have that bad attitude. People are dying and stuff. I get it. But what? The guy was just trying to do a nice gesture. I agree with you. Like, get off your high horse. The guy's trying to celebrate athletes. The good news is this, Gabe, and the update, I'm not sure if you heard, the NCAA is granting an extra year of eligibility for the spring sport players, which is nice. A lot of them aren't going to finish, you know, their conference tournaments, championships, and all that stuff. So I think that's a good thing. So they let they did, that huh? I, yeah, yeah, they did. And another thing is with people, people are – to me, it's just insane to me. You get to really know what type of people are. Like when I go to the grocery store today, if you see a senior citizen there and they need the water and toilet paper, like there's this guy who came in there, like just hoarding products, like young people and stuff. Like, don't be an asshole. Like, you know what I mean? You don't need 20 cases of water. Well, I don't take understand water, why people are hoarding paper. things. I know. It's great, Gabe. I went to Shoppers Drug Mart. I was kind of, I don't know, I was going to get a pay safe card just to bet on ponies and stuff like that. To keep me entertained for the next little while. And they're out of water. They're out of toilet paper. People clean up. I love, though, that Cam, people expose themselves in a crowd to get toilet paper. So you're going to get sick to get toilet paper when you wouldn't have gotten sick in the first place. They're wackos. (laughs) They're wackos. Yeah, it's a good point. I just want to get a pay safe card. But I talked to this old lady. It's like, she's a senior. And, you know, if anybody needs the stuff, it's them. It just shows you what kind of... uh, dicks people are like yeah you're really going to take the maximum amount of products and clean the shelves so other people don't have any what a bunch of idiots anyway it's unbelievable about this cam uh, i'm seeing this story right now um and maybe some people saw it already but it's just for about an hour or so ago the ncaa committee their last grasp right you know they didn't want to go out cam yep this is homer simpson it's still good it's still good yeah, it's still good, right? You, and they're stop. like, no, nah, it's not good, right? Like, their last <laughs> gasp was they wanted to do a 16-team tournament, which actually would have been oh, pretty I epic. I like that. A 16-team like- tournament. It would have been number number 13 versus 16. Then uh, not to, to play again until Saturday. It would have been number one versus 16. Um, so number three, number 13 and 16 would have played. As that play, and then it would have been one versus 16, two versus 15, and et cetera. Um, they even had a, they had a plan because if BYU was playing, BYU can't play on Sundays. I don't know if people know that. BYU can't play at games on Sunday. So they had a plan that BYU couldn't play on Sunday if BYU made it and all this type of stuff, which BYU would not have made it. So it's interesting to see sort of the behind-the-scenes stuff, but... All we can really do is control what we can bet on now, how we can sort of make some money now. We talked about those quarterback props, uh, and we've got the UFC. Now, the UFC is interesting. It's in Brazil, and Brazil is one still one of the few places where it matters. There's not really any home city advantage. There used to be in the old days in the UFC. There isn't anymore. Like, even Brazilians lose it. Brazil, something, you know what I mean? Like, it's not... It's more the travel than the fans anyways. The food, the travel, the time zone difference, the water. Guys get sick. The food's different. You know, there's a lot of different things that throw guys off. Especially now, right? Especially now, whatever that's going on. 
So the card is going on without any fans, which takes away a little bit of, I think, the hometown pop that some of these guys were going to get and energy. Exactly. You know, it's it's just different because, you know, in Brazil, Cam, they get that chant going. Uh, it's like, you will die. They're chanting, you will yeah. die. Like, See you, America. You. Like, whatever it is. Yeah, they they're not just to, chanting they USA. They're like, you will die. You will die. Brazil. Brazil and they really the get it going. Like, they throw things at you. Like, it's hardcore. Like, people in the yeah. stands yeah. want to fight you if you're not Brazil. Like, you're a fighter. Like, they'll go, hey, let's go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're hardcore there. You take that out of the equation a little bit. I want to bring this up, Cam, too, and I think it's interesting everybody's going to bet the UFC tomorrow, buddy. Right? True. There's nothing else. Nothing. You you look at your book, your sports book. Yeah. Yeah. This has weird card written all over it. No fans. Everyone betting. It's going to be more bet than like the UFC pay-per-views are. Like the biggest Brock Lesnar fight that's going to have more money tomorrow. These no-names like Johnny Walker, our boy Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker... And Nikita Krylov are gonna have like more money than like uh, than like the last Brock Lesnar fight on it tomorrow. It's the only fight. People are gonna be like, oh yeah. But how about this, Cam? And I think it's true. If you like the favorites, bet them now. And after our next break, I'll start giving you my picks and this stuff. But yep. think about it, Cam. Forget about Johnny Walker, Johnny Public, and Susie Housecoat. Yeah. They don't know anything about the UFC. What are they gonna bet on? They're gonna bet on the favorites, bro. They're exactly, going to say, oh, right. I don't know about it. This guy's 18 and 1. He's yeah, the favorite. Yeah. Everyone says, yeah. Exactly. I'm going to take care. Yeah. I don't know what it is. He should win. He's 14 or no. They're, Buddy, all, gonna they're not going to bet on the underdogs, bro. So you're, right. you're going to see, guys, these numbers are going to get seriously freaking juiced tomorrow. You like the favorites? You bet them now. You like the underdogs? Sit back and wait, is my opinion. Couldn't agree more. And another thing, we're going to have like a Holly Holm, New Mexico thing. Like one of the biggest favorites is going to lose. Something real stupid's going to happen. You need that last fight for the parlay. It's not coming in. With all the money in the handle that's going to be on this UFC, you know dumb things are going to happen. This is not our first rodeo. And just some breaking news, Gabe, which makes me like this kid even more. So Zion Williamson yeah. says he's going to cover arena staff for the next uh, their salaries for the next 30 days. He's on an NBA rookie contract. What about all these guys who have wow. five hundred million dollars? Hey, listen, in the bank? great. I'm just saying, it's a nice thing. Great, to do. great gesture nice by to Zion. He's a great kid. A big fan. Hard not to like him. Um, yeah, he ain't on a rookie deal, Cam. He's on a like gazillion dollar, million shoe deal. Yeah, yeah, I know. His, he's got his contract is like, yeah, whatever. That's like the, that's pocket change compared to his like his shoe money. My point being, he's just in the league. There's guys who are well, stars right. in this that have accrued so much more money and still have deals, and he's stepping up. That's all I'm saying is good on him. Like, that's uh, that's an amazing thing to do. But you're right. He's going to um, be unlimited wealth in the future. So, yeah. So, Kevin Love got this going yesterday. Kevin yep. Love said, I'm going to pay. I'm giving $100,000 to the guys, to the support staff that aren't going to make money or get paid. Um, now, uh, the Greek freak is doing the same. Nice. Blake Griffin is doing the same. Zion Williamson doing the same right now. Now, listen, there are going to be other guys, I'm sure, have did things that we don't know about, right? Yeah. Now, people are bringing up the owners, but you, the owners, you guys got to understand something. Rich people don't care. That's why they're rich. Zion and, like, these guys that are given this because they grew up poor. 
John Giannis grew up selling CDs on the streets of Greece. He didn't even go to school. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he grew up poor. So, like, he cares. The owner of the Milwaukee Bucks, whatever, man, owns, like, you know, a hunting store and, like, a hedge fund. You think he cares about anybody? You know, like, you know what? Remember, like, the uh, in Australia, Cam, the big fires? It's been a crazy year, man. The big yeah, fires sure that has. killed all the animals. It was really bad. Like, it is. It's, um, yes. Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world, Cam, donated $600,000, okay? Um, which to him, when we did the math, it's actually like donating 60 cents, essentially. Yeah. Um, the singer Pink gave a million dollars, Cam. Like, wow. like who's real? Like, I didn't even realize Pink had that type of money to be given. I didn't a either. Like, Good for her. <laughs> yeah. I've always like kind of like Pink. No, she's know? cool. She's like, but I'm just saying, like, like, who has more money? Yeah. Pink gives a million. Metallica gave a million. Like in Bezos, he gives 600k. Like, really, dude? Yeah. What a jackass. Yeah. Like, they, I'm telling you, these guys, they don't <laughs> care, bro. That's why they're rich. They don't have morals or ethics. They're willing to screw you over. That's why they're rich. Sure they, That's the way it correct. works. It is. The New Jersey Devils are paying their staff, though. I got to hand it Class. to them, too. And how about the Vince NHL, McMahon? Vince McMahon paying the XFL players for the remainder of the year. Last move. Nice move, Vince. You've done a lot of bad things, but I give you credit yeah. for this. <laughs> UFC picks coming up next. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Roll. This hour's just uh, flown by. Uh, Scotty Farrell will be back uh, here at 7 o'clock. Uh, it's confusing because it says 5.45 on our clock, but I wouldn't expect anything less. Um, at least we're only an hour off. Um, yeah. <laughs> only an hour off. I can't, yeah, what am I going to say? My, my microwave clock is two hours off, Cam. It's confusing. <laughs> yeah, you waited two years, right? Yeah, no, I, I swear, I never did the last one, so now it's two. Like, I seriously... <laughs> And I tried to yeah. fix it once. I got mad. I gave up. But I got used yeah. to the hour off thing. Because I used to look and I'd be like, and at nighttime, I'd be like, all right, it's two, but it's really three. And I'd always know. So the other night I'm sitting there, I'm like, ah, it's not that late. Because I was like, ah, I should go. And I'm like, ah, it's only like 2.48. Then I realized it's 4.48. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> off by two hours. I got to be up in like two hours. Which uh, not, not the best, uh, not the best of ideas. All right. So this UFC card. Charles Oliveira fighting. Uh, you know, Cam, he's one of those guys, if you saw him, you'd be like, oh, this guy. He's been around forever, this kid. He's only yeah. 30 years old, man. But let me just get his um, his record up here. Like, this guy was fighting, I would say, what, what year are we in now? 2020? I got to say that he started in, like, uh, 2007-ish type thing. Like, I think he started when he was, like, 18, 19. You know what I mean? That's crazy for a fighter. That's a long time. Man. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like even like you said, like fights. Not a lot of dudes have this many fights, and you get up there. 
Look, he's out. He's 28 and 8. He's up to 36 fights right now. He's 30 years old. His first fight was in, yes, 2000, uh, 2007. So he's been doing it since he's 13 years old. Um, he's fought everybody. Like, he, he came into the UFC, guys, and his first fight in the UFC was against Darren Elkins, who's like a grown man, tough dude. Uh, he fought Darren. This is in 2010. Ten years ago, he fought Darren Elkins, Efren Escondero, Jim Miller, Nick Lance, Cowboy Cerrone, Eric Wisely, Jonathan Brookins, Cub Swanson, Frankie Edgar, Jeremy Stevens, Nick Lance, Max Holloway, Miles Jerry, Ricardo Lamas, Will Brooks. Man, and he'd be tough, but he'd lose because they. I don't know why they did it to him. Well, 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 Cam, now he's 30 and he ain't getting bullied anymore. He's won six straight fights. Uh, he's on a little bit of a roll right now, and he's fighting this Kevin Lee guy, an American from uh, Detroit, a uh, real jerk-off. Big mouth dude, never even tries to make weight. He's one of those guys, he misses weight, he comes in five pounds overweight. He's willing, and it's smart, he's willing to lose a percentage of his purse to have an advantage over you in the cage and be stronger. Yep. Imagine, Cam, like how weak you would get. How Like fighters get very weak trying to make weight. So like For sure. they can't they can only eat rice, they can only eat a salad, they're drinking water only, they can't even have water weight, so they're they're dehydrated. This son of a bitch is uh at the hotel just eating a steak dinner. Yeah, buffet. Yeah, and he's like, Yeah, I'll pretend to oh, oh shucks, I didn't make weight. Right? Oh, you can keep fifteen percent of my purse, and he knocks you the F out, wins another fight, gets his hundred K, take your fifteen K, and I move up the slant like he's doing this all the time, this guy. And it gets old. Lou, was, Lou predicted it. It won't yeah. work. He's going to lose. It's in Brazil. Uh, Olivier is going to get it done. And he's the live dog. He's, he's the underdog. I, it's a bad line. Crowder, I would like it better if there was the crowd. But I love Olivier in this fight. Give me Charles Olivier at the Bronx. I, I have a quick question. So what, what would prevent something like that? 35, 40% of the purse? Like, yeah. you got to make a statement. If some guys are going to do it, you're going to have to increase what you're going to lose. You know what the problem you know, what's is? the number? Dana mm -hmm. rewards them. This guy did it before. He missed weight by seven pounds once, Cam. Eight that's pounds. Crazy. It's not even that's fair horrible. at that point. No, he knocked the dumb. guy out, and then he got a title shot after the win. Yeah, great. Why wouldn't other that's people cool. do it then? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's you a gotta, joke. Yeah. That is a joke. Yeah, that's but a bad it pisses off your opponent. It's the most disrespectful thing you can do to your opponent. Like an opponent would rather you spit on him during the weigh-in type thing. Like it's showing total disregard for the sport. Like there's a saying in the business, all right? You sign a contract for a fight, you have two jobs. Two jobs. Scotty knows it. Two jobs. Number one, show up on time. Number exactly. two, make weight. Make weight. They don't ask anything else. Like a UFC contract is actually very bare. Like, your, they'll screw you, like, for merchant, whatever. But, like, as far as your requirements, like, I've seen it. Like, I've seen the contracts. It's basically, you must show up. <laughs> you must make you weight. Must, you I, must step foot in the cage. Yeah. It's not very after that. Like, they're not asking you, like, to do, like, basically, like I said, you got two jobs. Show up on time and make weight. He never does. But it pisses off your opponent. And yeah. the thing is with Kevin Lee... He used to just sort of be a wrestler guy, and he tries to knock you out. Olivier has got it all. He's got nice takedown defense. 
He's just going to outclass him, outmix martial art him. And Kevin Lee's like a hothead. He runs his mouth. He, he fights like, ah, he gets like two. He's not as calm. Like, Oliviera is more calm. Like, I like Oliviera in this fight. The next one's tough. Damian Maya and uh, Gilbert Burns. Mr. Burns. Um, Mr. Burns. Yes. Um, <laughs> this one, listen, Maya's a legend, but he's 42 years old. Um, Gilbert Burns, also Brazilian, coming up, up and coming. He's 33. Gilbert Burns has won four fights in a row. Coming off a nice win against Gunnar Nelson as well. This is a tough fight, but I don't understand the number. I understand like people liking Gilbert Burns here, Cam, but you're getting a legend like Damian Maya, who's not done. And the thing is, the way Burns fights, it's not going to overwhelm Maya. Like they're the same style, kind of. You know what I mean? Like Maya is, is not good. It's not like he's always too fast and young and stuff. Maya is like younger than his age. So he's so fight, he's smart fight. Plus 156. So basically, look, you get Oliviera plus 124. You get Maya plus 156. One of them wins, you're making money. Um, yep. I like Oliviera better than I like Maya. The other one I like, I talked about Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker trains out of Montreal with TriStar now. Um, real athletic guy. He's one of these guys that people talk about, like, oh, he could be a future champ. like, But he might just be a gym rat. It's like, you know, you hear about quarterbacks. He's a great practice quarterback, yep. like Aaron Murray. Aaron Murray looks good in practice. You get him on the field, he sucks. Right? Like uh, my boy uh, Peterman in uh, in Buffalo. Why is he yeah, playing? Because yeah, in practice, yeah. he looks good. And then, he, you know what I mean? He, yeah. he can't do it in a real game. And yeah, then four picks, six picks. Yeah, and there's a lot of the TriStar guys are like that in Montreal, where you, know, you hear all this crap and hype about him. But he's a Brazilian training out of Montreal now because he knew he needed to mix up his game a little bit. He's coming off a loss, which I like. I think it humbles him. He goes back home. Uh, he beats the Russian. He's beating uh, Nikita Krylov. I like this fight a lot. Like I said, I like the bet. I like this card a lot for betting purposes. So my two bigger bets: Oliveira to win the fight as an underdog. I'll lay the minus one forty-four with um, with Johnny Walker. And here's another Montreal fighter that I know personally as well: John Modeski. John Modeski is a tough guy. Cam, he's good, but. He's, like, good. Like, he should be on, like, the score fighting series. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he had his cup of coffee in the UFC. And I don't mean to disrespect him. A cup of coffee. The guy's had 15, 20 fights. <laughs> but he's a journeyman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, I know he's won three fights in a row and stuff. Listen, he took a year off. He's changed camps. You know, I don't know where this guy's head is at. He's one of these guys, he's good enough to lose. But he's 17 and 6. I'm not trying to, like, demean him. I have a lot of respect for him. But you're going into Brazil to take on Francisco Trinaldo, who might be older, but look at the picture. Just punch in Francisco Trinaldo, Ken. Killer? Uh, I was going to ask you about Formiga and Moreno. I like Formiga. It's not, yeah, it's, it's only a buck fifty-five. I like Formiga a lot. I like Formiga. Look at Francisco Trinaldo. Look at this guy's face, Ken. This is like a guy that's over at the, the Meadowlands. Like, this guy's seen it all. Look at him. He's like a killer. Oh, yeah. That guy looks like the guy, like, if he said, give me your money, and I'd be like, oh, God. I, like, I might actually, like, go in my pants. Yeah, he looks pretty yeah, tough. This is the guy that's like the, the, the president <laughs> of the cell block in jail type thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's messing he with Trinaldo. He's a little older. And the thing is, he's not great, Cam. He's not great. He's 41, right? He's not great, but... He's he's got that heart, you know what I mean? Like he's just got that. 
He'll fight you to the death type of guy. Medusky might win. It's not my best bet, but I'm telling you, the best bet, I do like Trinaldo, but the best bet to me, I like Johnny Walker a lot. I like Oliviera a lot. I like Formiga. Random Marcos could be a live dog in one of the women's fights here, too. Uh, she's a good wrestler. Like, that fight's going to go the distance. What's the over-under of that? Aranda Marcos and uh, Amanda Rebus. It is total rounds. Round props, round props. Uh, one will fight up, man. Popular time props. Round bet, method. Fight go the distance. Yes, minus no value, minus 260. All right, what else on the card? Those, that's, uh, those are the main ones uh, I like. Uh, the other ones, I'll have some picks tomorrow. Uh, you know, maybe a couple of light, you know, prelim recreational ones. Uh, the other ones, the numbers aren't great, but yeah. So Charles Oliveira plus one twenty four, Damian Maya plus one fifty six, uh, Johnny Walker minus one forty four, Francisco Trinaldo minus one sixty, and uh, Formiga minus one fifty, and we'll put a little parlay together because unlike the sucker money line parlays in sports cam. Favorites win like eighty two percent of the time in a UFC, right? Like you got like betting to, on women, women, women underdogs though. Women, yeah, underdogs women on your Women, you're right. I'm looking here. Was it Moicano's going to win? So Moicano's like a minus three fifty favorite. You do a Moicano and a. Uh, see, there's no really other. Nah, screw that. Screw like. Uh, forget about the uh, the parlay playing uh, pukes. Screw yeah, it. Just bet the yeah, bet it. Bet it individually. Does this Marcos chick have a chance against Romanda Rebus? She's yes. plus 275. Yeah, no, she really yeah. does. She's from Windsor. Tough chick. Iranian-Canadian chick. Wrestler. Thick as hell, Cam. She beat you and me in arm wrestling combined. <laughs> Both of us. Like, thick as my head. She'd break my arm. Scotty Farrell coming up next. We'll be back at 9 o'clock Eastern. Are you around tonight, Cam? You are, right? Yep, yeah, I'm on the late night. All right, night good crew, stuff. Buddy. We're getting some NFL props, more UFC talk. Get on a grid. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid.